You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. To Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. And we are here to give you the hardcore reality as always. Uh, w- w- there's been a... No gossip. Uh, a, what, Lou, did you say Lou gossip? No gossip. No, <laughs> no gossip. Sometimes gossip. Niche uh, gossip? Niche it's gossip. a niche gossip. Um, I wonder who would write that. <laughs> Uh, please. I think I wrote it the first week we were a podcast. Yeah. Uh, so everybody, uh, thank you for continuing on this journey with us. Uh, we have some fun, uh, stats, analytics, metrics to talk about. Oh yeah. Uh, let's do reads first. Let's do some reads first. What do we got today? Tom, kick us off. I'm going to death wish incorporated. Uh, Doing it our way, death wish, it's death. Go ahead. It's um, a good theme. Shamil. Schmazel. Jacob Batten Incorporate. Um, they are doing a reissue, a 2020 mm. repress of All We Love, We Leave Behind. Oh, interesting. Yes. So there, there's a, the pre-order is up now. They have um, the re- repress in the vinyl. They have some of the artwork on Gicle print. Nice. I also love on the bottom of the death, death wish thing, like it'll say like who's buying stuff and where. Oh yeah, someone, someone in, in Missouri, Japan yeah. just bought a convert shirt. Someone in Brooklyn just bought a saber tooth zombie shirt. I'm like, All right, oh nice, good for you. Um, so they have a bunch of shirts. Bob may like one of the shirts. Um, mm. it's a Pink Floyd ripoff. Oh, I like that. Oh yeah. So it's, look it's that prism thing. Uh huh. Oh, so it's yeah. the prism, and in the middle, it's the their their like logo for this record, which is um, A W L W L B, like all we love, we leave behind, okay. and like with the you know the light going through it and the prism, whatever. But the shirt itself is called "Wish I Was There." I <laughs> 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 think it's pretty fun. Great. Um, Very good. Yeah, it's a gr- uh, it's on graphite. Um, it's also on comfort colors. So you know what? They're listening. It's getting us. an order. Yeah, they are. Good job, Thank guys. Right, I'll wear that. Um, yeah, yeah. So they have a bunch of different stuff, a bunch of different hats, and um, what do they call these sigils? The um, those pins. Uh, oh yeah, like with the with the art, like with their kind of logo for this record. This is a fucking great record. Um, one of my favorite um, Converge records. Um, might be my favorite of like the post Jane Doe mm. era. Um, but it, I, I, I think you're. I I actually, you know what. A fun experiment would be to do a, a, a converge. Um, well, I mean, f- a full converge like discography, like a breakdown. But like, I think it'd be f- more fun to go. Okay, here's Jane Doe. This is this peak record that you know is really monumental. Blah blah blah, and go through and listen to all their records from there, because we've talked. We we give them so much credit and and uh, i mean earned credit and like globally uh, though yeah right 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 and yeah. not like here's you know 
and each record is so much different from the last. Correct. Right. Right. And their dynamis, d- dynamism, um, and so kind of looking at and can we can we even chart a plot of where it came from or, or the sound evolution from record to record or is it a little bit more over the map yeah that sounds like that's that's a 2020 project guys let's get on that i'm into that yeah i mean they're yeah. literally their own influence yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like they go oh what did it sound like last time all right we're gonna change we're gonna take that we're gonna yeah. change it up a little bit no i agree with that um, someone I, I in think... albuquerque united states purchases saber to the zombie midnight venom record uh, <laughs> that would actually that's that's a future read we're gonna just sit here and all three of us will have the death wish store open and we'll up. just read as as people buy things i love yeah. it um they've been a band since 1990 converge i did not really i guess that makes sense 30 years jacob's like 35 how does that work <laughs> <laughs> how does that work was he like five so, at, the, at the channel <laughs> fucking playing with fucking wrecking crew like well, how does that work so we're gonna go to deathwishing.com Enter the promo code. Axe to grind. And Tom, what are you going to want to do? You're going to want to spell it out. Boom. You're going to want to step over it. Yeah. PK. Uh, We're going to head over to Live a Lie, and I'm going to talk about this spy record, which, Bob, I know you've mentioned before, but I have not given a shot until this week. Yeah. And, uh, to our listeners, I'd, I'd ask, uh, do you like, he- do you like, uh, how would I describe this? Okay. Well, firstly, this record is heavy, which I did not anticipate. It's not recorded like a mosh record. So it's never going to be as heavy as, as a heavy record, but the parts are heavy. This yeah. is not like a fast band. This is, this is a pretty fucking traditional hardcore act in a lot of respects. It, yeah, they're they're fast, but not not they're not grind or or power violence. Don't even think it touches on fast core, really. It, no, it, it's, no. It, it's, it's just it's, it's fast hardcore. Yeah, it, it, and it's it, it is it is way stompier than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like stompy, uh, straightforward hardcore, but uh, that scene for whatever reason turns you off, and you you're more of a punk leaning individual. This is exactly your fucking lane. And if you fucking hate police, this is your lane. This is a very hate police record. Uh, it is, uh, it makes no bones about it. If you are, uh, uh, it's a timely record in that respect. Although I guess hating cops never really goes uh, out of vogue. Uh, although actually I will say in the larger culture goes out of vogue quite often. Yes. Uh, a, a, a thing that, and I know this I know this very well because I have I have material, I have comic book stuff that has like I haven't been able to put out because you know people forget this, but there was like a rash of cop shootings maybe 4 years ago, 5 years ago, and it was impossible to put out anti-cop content in a large like punk records you could still put out, of course, but like finding a publisher for material that that reads anti-cop really fucking tough at the time and now i've got people telling me they could take they want to publish it and could take it to hollywood so so it's a very different world we forget like yo we're in a bubble like i've never really existed at a time in punk where anybody liked cops at all but i can tell you that the the larger world goes through stages of the moon on this one yes uh but this record is a uh 
uh, squarely anti-cop record uh, and also stompy as fuck. So I would suggest everybody pick up the spy record called Service Weapon. And you're going to go to toliveali.com. Tom, what are you going to enter? Axe to grind. And Tom, what do you got to do with it? You got to spell that out. Boom, boom. Tom, we got an announcement. Can you please make it for us? Oh, the one that I've been hawking you guys for the last month about? No. Well, no. Well, it it hit. Uh, So, uh, guys, our, our podcast started on December 28th, 2017. So 2018 for all intents and purposes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But on August 28th, 2020, uh, what happened? We hit a million downloads. Mm. Brought it back Mm. just for that. That's cool. That's really exciting. That's crazy. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I had a huge spread. Let me pull it up. Let me see if I can pull up our stats here. Yeah, I was pushing um, for us to hit a million by August 31st, which we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just thank you to everyone that listened, that gave us a shot. Um, that oh, told yeah. Your friends about it. Um, hopefully you got as much out of it as we do, as you know, we did and we continue to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, you know, it's always hard to tell because I think, um, you know, sp- Podcast numbers, especially, are so kind of kept kept closely to the vest. Yep. So it's always hard to say. But uh, talking to a uh, a friend of the pod, David, and I was like, "Yo, a million of anything is a lot." Yeah. Mm. Y- yes. <laughs> that really kind of puts it into perspective. It's not like, well, what does that mean? Like, you know, fucking, you know, Rogan gets at the first hour. Like, that's cool. But Rogan's not talking about fucking maximum penalty. You know what I mean? No, like, that's right. <laughs> yo, I love oh, yo. Like, that's not a. I love Maximum Penalty, but I'm just saying. Like, oh no, Tom, Tom. Yo, I just want to say that this is like a, a total freak out moment because you and I have not discussed Maximum Penalty before this podcast began. Like, this wasn't, yes. but that was what what I anticipated you saying, Max Pen, in that exact moment, which then freaked me know. out because there was no reason to do that. Right. I was trying to think of like any ra- like random hardcore band. That yeah, we, that we don't talk. You know, I could have been like synchro mysticism, guys. There you go. We've been hanging out too much, man. I'm freaked <laughs> out. Dude, that maximum penalty demo is. Top I know five. this is like among your this is among your sleeper favorites of all time. Oh my god, so great, so great. Um, so um, yeah. no, you were saying that you and and um, Dave Anthony had said a million of anything is a lot. Right, right. You know what I mean? And like, it's kind of, it's hard to say because it's like, you don't know like what, what goes, but like, I feel like a million people press play or yes, or a million people press play on this dopey podcast a million times. Yes. Um, it's and that's pretty, pretty fucking wild. You know what I mean? In two years, less than two years. You guys are both in bands. Um, you have some songs that have hit the million point. Is that right? Or no? Oh, I'm not even close. Pat might be. I never yeah. look. Oh, God. You fucking aloof. I, swear to God. What? I, I never, I never look. Whatever, man. I just, I just fucking sign the checks, bro. Shit. <laughs> Whatever it is, it is, man. I'm an artist, bro. Like, it doesn't matter to me, bro. I mean, tr- truly. I, I, I honestly, if you were here, I, I, I know this is fucking like, fucking uppercut you in the balls. I swear to God. I know this is like very unpopular, but I think that like, until you're Metallica, it's like there's no point in like beating yourself up or aggrandizing yourself on these like mu- like being a musician is just you know it's all middle class nonsense and it's just varying degrees of 
lower middle class or upper middle sure, class. Sure, 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 Wheat sure, Pin sure. has 1.7 million streams on on Spotify. I'll take it. Avoidorama, 867,000. I mean, you're all you know, not good enough. It needs um, to cross yeah, I mean, the milli. It needs to hit a milli. Um, what? How long is um, Weed Pin? What's the length on that bad boy? Oh, okay. Give me one second. It is. Yeah. Two two fifty, four forty two. <laughs> Fuck, dude! What do you guys fucker. think? Five minutes. Song. Yo, heads up! I would never listen to that song. <laughs> no, maybe I didn't. Have uh, I never listened to this entire song? No, I don't. I never have. Obviously, five minutes seems like a very long time, mm-hmm. and I'd be. I feel like I'd be like, I'm. I'm. I got the chorus twice. I'm good. Yeah. No, I'm good. Like, yeah, right, he, so, I got it. He stuck his finger in the fucking petri dish. All right, next. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so so some quick stats here. Um, over the course of that time from um, December 28th, 2017 to August 28th, 2020, we published 155 episodes. All right. Um, of those, and that's the main feed, the Patreon we can talk about separately. Um, of those, 134 were numbered. Uh, let's see. Do I, I have the stats somewhere? Hold on. Remember when we stopped um, numbering them and people freaked out? Yeah, that happens. Um, <laughs> we were like, oh. Well, we stopped numbering them on the episode where we would say it, but it didn't. Oh, that's uh, right, right, right. Like, it's still, we still did it on the thing. Um, because, like, Joe okay. Budden gets it wrong every time. Every yeah. time. So I think yeah. we were just like, fuck it. So we had 155 episodes. Um, that was 134 regular episodes, 11 overtime episodes, five special episodes. Uh, 3.5 episodes, uh, two WATG episodes, and, and maybe that was six special episodes in there too. So um, we did 59 Patreon episodes uh, in addition. So the the amount of minutes of those episodes through August 28th was 1,000 or no, 18,953, which equates to about 316 hours. Wow. of uh, content on the main feed. When you go into the Patreon um, through through 57 episodes, so forgive me, I didn't keep right up to the most recent date. It was an additional 77 hours of content. So uh, we're, we're right around 400 hours at this point of, uh, of recorded podcasts. So um, only 9,600 more hours to get perfect. Yeah, that's oh, right. So, um, thank you. Like, like Tom said, thank you to everybody who has joined us on this journey. Everybody who's messaged in, I want to take a quick minute and thank the people who have actually come on the air with us. Seb from regulate. Yep, very first ghost. First episode, Brian Audley, John Scanlon, Ivy, uh, Chris from Western mass twice. Alex. Yeah. Oh yeah. He has he, a few. Alex, too, right? Yep, he did a point five um, underperforming episode, so I don't really count it. Alex Casey, <laughs> Sam Yarmouth, Isaac and Brian, Izzy, uh, Riley, Andrew Duggan, Jeff Casaza, Mac Miller, Gavin Van Vlack, Paul White, Dave Ackerman, Jay Pita, Jules Massey, Nicole Casey. Eric Wilson. Yo, what about Eric Wilson's first appearance on the podcast wasn't for almost a full year? 
It's wrong. Oh, wow. Uh, was that when Pat's he came to my house and laid down with the, his his play? No, like, that was before that. It, oh, okay. This his was the game episode. <laughs> <laughs> that was the episode where Nicole and Alex and Eric came on, uh, but and we were at Pat's house, but Pat wasn't there. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, Pat Flynn, Greg Benick, Dave Ackerman again, Andy Scarpula, Eric Wilson again for a full one, Dave Weinberg, Kara Donnelly, Justin Brannon and Rachel Rosen, Hans and Andrew, more Eric, more Pat Flynn, Ugh. Mike Shaw, JP again, Ian Shelton, Grady, Allen and Ryan Savitsky, Will Putney, Kate Berezo and Emma Boster. And, uh, you know, that doesn't count the, Jesus, um, how many live on Axe Grinds that we've done so far. I think we're at like 12. Right. We have, so, we have the missing episode with, with Austin and Jake from Judiciary that we lost. Oh, the year. oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, am I crazy, but... Wasn't yeah. Mike Abrushi on one of our episodes? He was. You're right. You're right. Uh, I remember seeing it with him, but I don't remember what was he on with Eric. He was, but he was on? a jump on. I don't know if that was a main feed one or I if it was remember. a. Um, it might have been a uh, Patreon. So, um, yo, shout out to everybody who's been on. Pat, you want to say anything nice to people who've supported this podcast? They keep doing it. <laughs> Very nice. Thank um, you to we, all the people that supported us from the get-go. Yeah, so we have currently um, the, the live on Extra Grind, and this is you know boring, but thank you to Breakaway, Anxious, Blind Justice, Warn, Raw Brigade, Drain, Gulch, Mind Force, Still Suit, Magnitude, Regional Justice Center, Spine, Restraining Order, Maniac, Sunstroke, Webbed Wing, and we have three more that will be coming soon. Yo, I would go mm. to that. If that was a show right now, yeah. I'd be super stoked on that. So that's 16 released live on Action Grind sets, and we have three more in the can. So 19. We'll be up to a full 20 by end of the year. So uh, thank you again, everybody. Um, guys, why don't we really thank people by hopefully they've hit the plus 15, plus 15, plus 15. Let's talk about hardcore. Let's um, do it. We're Can revisiting. What's that? I wanted one thing that I want. Oh, to say. please, please. I'm sorry. No, no, no. This is because uh, if you listen to last week's episode early earlier, you heard me say like, "We'll talk about this here," and then we don't talk about it. Oh, sure. Um, so I just wanted to put it out there. Yes. Um, friend of the pod, Moni, Moni from um, Race Trader, um, put together a comp. Um, it's a benefit for the movement for Black Lives. Uh, it's got a bunch of bands. It's got. Uh, a burn song, uh, an unreleased absolution song, Zobalba, uh, Minority Threat, um, what else? Race Trader, Primitive Man, Jesus Peace, Misery Signals. Like uh, it, it kind of runs a full gamut. It's pretty great, um, but it's it's uh, you can buy it for ten dollars or more at shutitdowncomp.bandcamp.com. Um, so yeah, I think it's a it's a very worthy cause. Um, so. You go to go to the go to their band camp and pick it up. Yo, and that's a really cool comp. Yeah. So so big shout out on that. 
Um, guys, we are pulling back a classic concept. This is an easy one, and it generates a lot of conversation about the thing we like to talk about the most here, which is not um, food or uh, geography, though we do like to talk about those things. It is hardcore. We're doing this or that, which uh, I think everybody should get the feeling. If you don't, just stay tuned. Who wants to kick us off? I'd like to. Do it. Do it. Antidote or Antidote NYHC. <laughs> I'm going with um, – so what What do, uh, what do we want to yeah, see? You, what do we want to hear? explain which one is which again. All right, Antidote, so an- yeah. Antidote full stop is, is the OG guitar player, OG singer. Antidote NYHC is Drew with – Tom Capone, which is kind of hilarious. Just as an update, I'd like to keep you guys, you know, up to date on the the NYHE drama. They've uh, broken up three times. We are niche niche uh, gossip podcast, niche music gossip. Yes, um, <laughs> they. So the guitar player from from Antidote, the OG guy, was like, "So we got these three, you know, newer guys in the band, and this guy, whoever the fuck this is, talking about Tom Capone, who is legit top five hardcore guitar players ever." Yeah, and he's like, and this guy, and he he has him xed out in the band photo. What, it, dude? It's gotten, it's getting weird. But yeah, I mean, Tom Capone <sighs> legitimately, easily top five. He's Walter Gavin, him. Vic. You know what I mean? Like, uh, for, but for the guy, it's the other person to be like, whoever this new Jack is. You know, from like and, he started in '85. Like you know, um, yeah. But Tom oh Capone is, is a guitar god. So, so yes, this or that, antidote NYHC or antidote. Man, tough. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go original lineup. I'm gonna but, go. I'm gonna go Coca Cola Classic. <laughs> drama aside, I, I'm trying not to count the drama in here because if the drama is included, I want to drop a brick on my head. <laughs> um, this is the axe handle question. Um. I'm going to say, uh, you know what? Give me antidote and uh, NYHC. Give it to me. Wow. <laughs> always, uh, always has to be the guy. Well, oh, contraire, my, my contraire. No, my thing on this is just like, I, you don't get any credit for me for being the OG. If you haven't been on a stage in 38 years. No, you, you know what? You, I agree with that to a point. That's true. Yeah. That's my whole thing. It's like, just cause you were cool for two years in 1986. That's awesome. Yeah. But like, what about the, 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 person who started in 1990 and is still around do you get any credit for that no i mean and it's not even like to me it's not even about being there necessarily it's about you listen antidote is not a professional band it's fine you don't have to get you you don't have to blow the stage up every time you fucking take it i understand it's like in some respects it's it's a respect thing it's a ritual thing it's a oh i get to see this sort of thing i get it i understand but if you have been playing even inconsistently for 20 years you're just going to by virtue of osmosis be better than somebody that hasn't taken the stage mm. in in 28 years reports you know were positive about this dude's performance and that's the part right. part of yeah, this is curiosity played with them the whole time it's just yeah thing of louis yeah who came out with but that's what i'm, but that's what I'm saying yeah, no, he, he's he's been mia for so long yeah but the reports were positive of his performances when he has and he has joined them at various points just not not straight through. yeah i mean he's had a shark attack apparently second yeah i want i want him to do a 40-day tour of eastern europe and then get back to me mm. wow mm. okay 
All right. So uh, a good one to start us off. Like that, that feels like a good one to break some rust off here. Okay. Um, Tom, what's your answer? I'm going to go um, Cold Cold Classic Antidote. Yeah. I'd like to see it once. Yeah. The, the curiosity's got me. Yeah. It's just got me. Okay. PK, kick it. Uh, poorly played blast, poorly played blast beat, or poorly played China symbol mosh. Oh, fuck, I'd go blast beat. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think so too. I hate I think China so too. mosh. I, I, but I hate b- both of these things played poorly are terrible. <laughs> but poorly played hate. blast beat could be like okay, like this could go somewhere. Poorly played China beat. I don't know if it's going anywhere good. Uh, I, I assure you it's not. <laughs> <But> <laughs> poorly played blast beat might, it could get better. It's like, you know, know what I mean? Like the wheels might be falling off. Oh, and they come back together. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like, I like also, mean- dude, by the way, poorly played bit blast beat might be by a very competent, like mid tempo yeah. to fast yeah. drummer. That's true. Poorly played China. I don't know you're what's going at, on. You're good at nothing. You're good at nothing <laughs> in life. So blast beat it is. PK, what's your pick? I'll go mosh. Au contraire. No, it's just, I mean, it's a real headache. A bad blast beat is a real headache. No. Okay. Established in the last 155 episodes. PK, no use for fast parts. That's Give true. All the Neanderthal mosh parts you can get. It's true. But yeah, the please. China mosh, man. Ugh. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> like, next time there's a show and Patrick, you're there and I'm also there. I expect you to get action on whatever China mosh part there is. Yo, this, is your, this is your show and proof. I'm going to throw them in like you throw like a kid in like, a, like yes. a in the water. Like, there you go. Throw, th- throw me in like I'm uh, throw him into uh, the pit. Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> All right, guys. This or that. Magnitude or one step closer. Oh, come on. I know. I'm, I'm hitting you with a hard one right away. You know, I've seen I've seen uh, footage of one step closer, like it, it, like with the type of the the type of live show that doesn't necessarily appeal to me as, as much as the typical magnitude show. But I like, and it's very like high water pants, you know. But I'm I think that's the energy I got in 2021. I, I you know what I'm going to say one step closer for this one. Cool, Tom. I have to. I can't abstain, right? No, I know. Well, this is a tough high one. water pants versus XL shirts. I mean, I wear XL shirts, and I, I think they're all wearing XL shirts. Yeah, really. That might be true. I saw that Cornerstone shirt. They only made extra larges. Um, fuck. For hmm. God, they're both really good. I know. I mean, uh, you I mean know, this is the, we're we're we're, uh, we're we're highlighting this because man, both are great bands. Yeah, like, yeah. Like if you oh, haven't heard live. Magnitude oh. and you haven't heard One Step Closer yet, oof, you're missing out. Um, All right. So I know it's a stylistic pick right now. Right. And also like, man, it's Here, tough. All right, so can I give my answer and also give my thought? Of course. All right. So I'm. they're both fantastic and I love them equally. I would only go Magnitude just because that scratches an itch closer to my heart. Then, like, One Step Closer is one of my favorite bands of that type, full stop, period. Like, 
going back my entire life. Magnitude is more like, ah, it's my shit. Just yeah. I'm a, like, I'm a nineties mosh guy. Yeah. So you're going mag. I'm going magnitude. I will go, uh, OSC. Again, it's a stylistic thing, but the magnitude record and live show. Amazing. Yeah. Like, like to be honest, like I like magnitude more than I like strife. Like, I just think it's better. Um, and that is true heresy. And, uh, you know, I have to say to everybody who's got a problem with that. So, yep. So, uh, there is only one truth. There is only Mm. one truth. Uh, it's one step closer. All right. Uh, Tom, you're up. Um, also, I have like 40, so I have like five. This is gonna be fine. That's fine. Um, I got, yeah. Um, give me one second. Um, (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> because this is something that we forgot to discuss mm. um so it, it, the sick of it all hot sauce oh. or jamie josta penny pasta well uh as <clears throat> as you guys might know we're now uh with sound talent media podcasts and Josta Pasta is our presenting sponsor of the pasta flavor. Burp, 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 burp. <laughs> so we're going Josta Pasta all the way. Rock harder. Let Jasta the pasta. sauce spill. Um, yo, what I have in my heart, I'll take to my gravy. Uh, yo, could you come up with a recipe in which you could involve both, invoke both things? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm sure. What is this like, guys? Grocery games. Yeah, right. Like you're giving some sick of it all hot sauce. Yeah, you have sick of it all hot sauce. You got um, the Josta pasta and you got some like Louisville beef jerky. The vegan beef jerky, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, PK, that sounds like something you've made. So, right. I feel like I've watched you microwave that on Kosciuszko Street. Mm, There's a a third one in here that's going to be coming soon, I believe. That we might take over both of these. Draw but I, don't, I don't think I'm allowed to say it. Okay. No, it's it, it's a band that we all respect, uh, but and a very obvious, super obvious fucking uh, <laughs> product placement uh, given the band name. Uh, but it is uh, maybe COVID times uh, led to a market downturn, and we won't see it soon. But it was I talked to the. Uh, the head of that particular. Bakery. Oh, okay, sure. I, I also no I also have uh, inroads on someone who's maybe making a salsa in this world, and I'm very excited about that. So, man, it's good time for fooding. Um, so, what's your pick? My pick is straight up Josta pasta. I'm I'm eating that. I'm going Josta pasta. Yeah, because multiple bands have hot sauces, but uh, is the first guy, the first human being who is not a cook or an old Italian to have their own po- pasta, yeah. to my knowledge. Yeah, shout out to Jamie for putting them in the same boat with uh, Chef Boyer D. So, <laughs> uh, PK, you're up. Do we know what the fuck Jamie's the ethnic origins are? Is he even Irish. like... So there's no real like there's no tie necessarily except that his name is just Josta I mean, and it, it rhymes with pasta. I mean, his it's name also is James Shanahan, so I think he's yeah. 100%. <laughs> there you go. I mean, look, like when it comes <laughs> when it comes to Americanized Irish people, selling a plain pasta is pretty on brand. Yeah, that's a fact. It's a noodle. I yeah. mean, whatever. Yeah, that's Butter a fact. It, you, you go on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay, so uh, punk blogspot versus punk youtube 
punk blog spot. Yeah, punk blog spot. Mm. We're showing our age. I've gotten a lot of good music from punk blog spots, man. So have I, but I've I've started to get into the punk YouTube in the last few weeks where I'll just let it play. And it and if something it it's like got a crucial chaos vibe to it where like you'll you'll just it's on and then yep. when something good and then when something good hits you go oh what is that yeah y- you know what I mean is Rachel so, doing the announcements and sperm Rachel's doing the announcements she's good. telling me to to, to uh, go see no attend value at the gas station yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, precise it's not they don't work at the gas station they, it was a venue in the city. Um, so punk blogspot has a warm place in my heart, but I'm going to say punk YouTube is, is, uh, kind of like my Pandora at the moment. Do you have YouTube red? I do not. That sounds like porn. Clearly you don't. Right. Yeah. Red tube. Um, or no, what is it? Yeah. Anyways. Um, well, I'm glad I did some with actual bands in it. Um, (laughs) I got one with a band. Good, good, good. I'm ready. 10 yard fight or in my eyes. 10 yard fight. In my eyes. I thought this might be how it falls. A 10-yard fight is like maybe the worst music I've heard as an adult. When's the last time you listened to it? 1999. Okay. You were barely an adult. That's what I'm saying. Um, I mean, you're barely an adult now. That's, that's, that's a fact. That's true. Uh, but you actually have kind of a soft spot for it in my eyes out of this world. Is that right, Pat? No, I, I, you know what? It's not, I wouldn't call it a soft spot, but I, I think they might be better. You know what? Let's do this. I am the least fun dude when we do these uh, year in reviews because, because you skip an entire segment of hard yes. yes, it the, sucks. So I will try. Give me, send me a list. I will, of, I will, I will send you a list. Um, we'll figure that's it in out. my, yeah. hold on. That's in my eyes. Floor punch, fast break, mouthpiece. No, that's a hands slightly tied. different. We'll we'll do late. Yeah, we'll do hands tied. We'll do um, rank. We'll do Atari. Am I wrong, or is mouthpiece or... is mouthpiece heavier than those bands? They're, They're more, more like mid tempo. Yeah, yeah, more mid tempo. Yeah, yeah. So not as heavy. Like content wise, it feels a little heavier. Uh, it feels heavier, but it's it's just more mid tempo. Um, okay, so question. Yep. Is mouthpiece more? Are they the midpoint between, like, say? Uh, Strife and floor punch. Yes, is that, is is that the space that it occupies? Yes, yes. That like outspoken kind of. Yeah, there, there's. See, what but I, thought, but I thought it had more drums that I don't like. I did because there's a reason I didn't like mouthpiece and I liked outspoken. There must have been different. There is a different flavor to it. Yeah. Um, mouthpiece is a little more straightforward than outspoken. I think Almost chain of strength. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I could see it. I could see somebody liking outspoken, but not mouthpiece. And I could let's also make, see somebody like mouthpiece and not outspoken. So yeah, which yeah, a lot. Let's make this a. Uh, I, I've told you about eye searches. Yep. Let, let's make this an eye search. All right. All right. We'll we'll, we'll figure. Wait. I didn't know what, what that means. Yeah. You you don't. This was another one of your podcasts. Uh, so in in high school, there was a teacher who, when he wouldn't know the answer to something, he'd go, "That's a fascinating eye search." Uh, why don't you uh, uh, look into that and tell the class tomorrow? <laughs> I like E Y E or I like like I, like I go search it because I you know, I was dumb enough to ask this. You asked the question. Did you get that a lot? 
Uh, I got it a lot because I'm an inquisitive mind. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we're going to eye search. That's that's the episode that'll be in the not too distant future. I search uh, straight edge hardcore. So it'll be it'll be like it'll be like that uh, Game of Thrones where the uh, guy gets his dick cut off and he's tortured and shit. That's going to be me. Yeah, we'll work on the art oh, for bro. it. Um, I'm going tenured fight. Uh, part of it is nostalgia. Um, I got in them early, and they were they were fun. In my eyes, honestly, though, better band. Yeah, better band. I think the records they put together, like if we did a record to record, it would be tough. Like, okay, tenured fight demo or in my eyes demo, maybe tenured fight demo. Close. Uh, Hardcore pride seven inch or the in my eyes LP, maybe hardcore pride seven inch. Tenured fight LP or or in my eyes LP. In my eyes, LP. Yeah, yeah. Uh, only way or the second in my eyes, LP. Uh, maybe in my eyes. So it's 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 a tough one. Um, okay, let me let me give a two for here because I have a lot. This one also will pull at your heartstrings, guys. God damn it! Earth crisis or unbroken? So this is not not I'm, for I'm you, fine. PK. But Tom, yeah, I'm, fine. I'm, I'm fine with this. It's an Earth crisis oh. all day. Um. I know, Tom. I thought I hit this hit my head today while I was walking on a jetty in Manasquan. I was like, oh. How to walk on a jetty. I was I was full toed the wet sprocket this morning. So. Walk on the ocean. You got it. Um, Earth crisis you know are unbroken. Yeah. I'm going to go. This may be shocking. I'm going Earth crisis. Hmm. Just because of volume. Yeah. Because Unbroken Ritual, not a good record. Right. Nope. I love Life, Love, Gret, obviously. I love the Circus 77 7-inch. I love the And 7-inch. But Earth Crisis has All Out War, Firestorm, Destroy the Machines, and half of Gamora's. It's a lot of material. They have more material that I enjoy. Okay. PK, is there, on a one-to-one level... Circa 77, that's your favorite unbroken material? Just the same. That shit's sick. Do you like it more than Firestorm? More than Firestorm, maybe, yeah. Wow, really? Yeah, because I, I don't... He, I you're think, Destroy the Machines, dude. I think Destroy the Machines is is the record of that era. I think it's a, a near-perfect record. There's like a couple slow slow moments on it, but like it's a near-perfect record, whereas Firestorm is just a moment. Do you know what I mean? Like Firestorm is just like an awesome, awesome piece of hardcore history. But is it great on its own merits? Yeah, it's it's very good on its own merits. But the song Firestorm is like, for better or for worse, is yeah, it's it's indelible with it. Yeah. So here's my question for you, Pat, and this is port. You're gonna take Destroy the Machines over Circus Seventy Seven. Yeah, over virtually anything in the field. Yeah. Are you going to take Destroy the Machine? Are you going to take Circa 77 over All Out War, over Firestorm, over Gamora? You mean in totality? Yeah, in totality. Oh, no. No, no, no. Listen, Earth Crisis is, is out. No, no, no. Just just as a singular record. Record versus record. Circa oh. 77 versus All Out War. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean that's like t- fucking two songs. So exactly. It, 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 it is a little bit unfair, side. but it's... It, but it, listen, it's a perfect two songs versus spotty uh, LPs. Okay. So, okay. you know, what are you, you going to do? Okay. Good. I, I was curious about that. Um, Tom, you are up. All right. Um, I'm going to go. This one's going to be tough for Bob. Mm. If we're playing that kind of game. Yeah, I know. It's good. I love it. Fucking Adam. Um, 
I got two that'll that'll tug at Bob's heartstrings. I'm gonna go rival schools or quicksand. Yep, and we've kind of talked about this recently. Um, <clears throat> not an episode, did we? No, no. Like, well, we kinda, I think we touched on it, but it was more just like touching on. Uh, in totality, I'm going quicksand, but it's closer than it should be. Slip is a perfect record to me. Yes. Manic Compression is awesome. It's just a great record, but it's not exactly the same. You have these weird, quirky, like, shovel. What the fuck? You just throw that on a comp? You just, yeah, Yeah. you just throw it on a comp. that on the record? It's incredible. Um, I like the reunion material. I think it's not embarrassing, and I think that's, like, a testament. Imagery for Quicksand, I fucking love. The divers are some of the best art. So much. I mean, so much. The, Melinda Beck's one of my favorite artists. And uh, yo, honestly, Quicksand, thank you for exposing me to her. Like, that's she's incredible. I'm looking at a Quicksand poster right now. Um, I have a Quicksand shirt literally up on my screen that I'm about to buy. Nice. Oh, I love that. Um, uh, the live show, awesome. Um, one of the few bands whose videos, like live videos I will watch uh, when I've seen them. It's been awesome every time. When I uh, I like their music videos, uh, lyrics are great, and uh, yeah, they're they're just about one. Of, they're one of my favorite bands. If you couldn't tell, Rival Schools has all that. Their live show, I saw them in Providence, Rhode Island once, and it was cool. But there was no energy in the room for them, and that wasn't totally their fault. But you just never get that at a Quicksand show, at least not the ones I've been to, and. Uh, and I love United by Fate, and I really like Petals, and I love the Lost Record found, but Quicksand just beats it out by a little bit. Yo, Petals is the most inconsistent thing in the world. It, Very high points on it. Yes. Th- there's there's like three great tracks, and yeah. then some some absolute, like... Did you guys do this on a uh, on an old Mac? Why why is this here? Get this the fuck out of here! Uh, <laughs> sort of tracks to it, and then found as you pointed out is truly truly high level stuff. It's yep. good good, and I'm kind of that came out after the band broke up. Is that right? Pedals came back when they did a brief reunion. Um, like no, late found, found is found is found the is. lost record. Found is a recording that they did before they broke up the first time, but but then was gone and was just uh, circulating online for years and years. Found way better than pedals. Um. <sighs> Found's great. It's weird and moody. And um, found feels like to me what all of the in-between Walter projects sound like, which is Moondog, World's Fastest Car. Um, and they're these weird moody moments uh, and they're kind of captured and they're awesome. Um, pedal is more rocking, but, uh, but yeah, found is awesome songs are incredible and like i'm just sad that rival schools if rival school here's here's what i'll say if if you want me to i could i would change my answer if rival schools stuck it out and did you know by fate that found record comes out at some point there was a third lp that came out in there and then you know pedals is somewhere in the mix if they had been able to continue putting records out for five to eight years i think they would have surpassed quicksand to me which is kind of crazy. I could really go either way on this as I think, uh, both bands have, uh, two really great records. Mm. So 
Uh, this is almost a coin flip. I'm more in a rival schools uh, state of that, That's what I listen to on the train. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go rival schools. Uh, before I get your answer, Tom, rival schools best song from the pedal session is the song arranged marriages, which I try to big up whenever I can. So uh, it's not, it's released on some weird single somewhere. It's not on streaming to my knowledge. Maybe it's on Apple music, but it's not on Spotify. So go find it. Arranged marriages. Tom, what is your answer to this question? I'm assuming quicksand. Yeah. 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 Um, United by fate is fucking fantastic. Yeah. But I mean, I legitimately think slip is one of my like favorite records period. Yeah. Same for me. It's really tough. Like, yeah, I can really go back and forth with it. I love rival schools, but it's almost like, when I really think about it and look at the totality of quicksand, they don't miss. Damn. No, no. Cause even like, I think on manic compression, there's not a lot of stuff that you go, nah, I'm going to fast forward through this. I think the only thing that hurts manic compression is that it's not slip and it doesn't quite have the same like expert level flow as slip. And it's not like, as hard. It's not as hard, but, but yo, there's better mosh parts on manic compression. The song divorce, True. that song you like, you're, you're going nuts. Um, but there's just not, it's just not slip. And like, part of me goes, yeah, that's intentional. They didn't want to rewrite that record. And, uh, yeah, it's crazy. All right. I could talk about this for a long time. Um, <laughs> PK, you're up. Let's see. Uh, Oh, uh, this one, I don't know. I think you're going to have a knee jerk response to this, but maybe not. Underdog versus into another. I do not. Um, no knee jerk. No, 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 no. I have a knee jerk, but I think it's gonna. I think it's it's an appropriate one. Give it. Hit me. I'm going underdog. I feel like underdog, both fantastic. Into another might have higher heights. But some real lows. But they got yeah. some real lows. I feel like Underdog is pretty much perfect. That's a good argument. Yeah. yeah. No, that's so to me, once for into another, it's that I don't totally love their earliest material. It's not that I dislike it, but I think they um I think they were kind of growing into what they would be, and that's creepy EP and the self titled twelve inch. Um by Ignore Us. Ignore Us and Seamless are two perfect LPs to me. Like, I love wow. them. I love them. And the perfect... Let me, let me pull back perfect. Let me pull back perfect because I just used that for Slip. Slip is perfect. Ignore Us and Seamless are uh, 8.5 and 9 out of 10 records for me. Seamless is 9. Yeah. Yeah, Seamless Why is... Why is that not on, on streaming? Is it because it was on Hollywood? Exactly. It's- so it's in, it's in Disney hell right now. Fuck, because I went to go listen to um, oh, what's the hit? Locksmith, mutate me, mutate me. Yep, find it. Yep, mutate. Yo, here's the thing: mutate me is the opening track. Then it hits locksmiths and lawyers. Awesome. And locksmiths and lawyers is a good song. Awesome. It's awesome. And then tail. Those three songs. Holy shit. Yeah. Yo, like, holy shit. Um, Richie, hold on. What what year? Let's get. That's ninety five. This might be one of the best. Hardcore adjacent records that came out in 1995. This came out at the same time as Manic Compression. Yes, it did. I mean, I, I've I've kind of opined quietly the weird relation between Quicksand and Into Another because it's 
like friend friends and supporting each other and like being cool and not being in the exact same space and one clearly being bigger than the other started on Rev together same yeah time. but to me it's a beatles beach boys thing where they were looking at each other kind of like oh what are you doing oh okay cool we we're not going to do that but like we like what you were pushing into and doing different shit with i think okay. like into another was too weird for the time like i've never weird. seen even as a kid, I never saw a whack like a, a iffy quicksand show. Yep. Like I literally, we went um, as a kid. I went to see it was uh, fuck shift. I think it was seaweed shift into another. Yep. At Irving Plaza. That's a show. Maybe five hundred kids. Mm-hmm. In a thousand cap room, it was yep. like it was like you know you go to those places that you're like oh I've never seen this place not crowded because it's like a fucking big huge venue that never fucking never misses a shot that was the first time i'd gone i was like wow this is weird like this is literally a half half filled room for quicksand and, and i mean like seaweed was on every one of those shows yep yes yep. they were they were on a quick they were with quicksand all the time and, and orange nine and all this sort of stuff but it was yeah it was quicksand shift maybe garden variety and into another i believe yeah and it was empty compared and, to- okay and, and did into another were they good they were awesome. Okay, yeah. So, so hold on. I, I'm pushing for us to do a whole ninety to ninety-five NYC, not NYHC, no, NYC, NYC yeah. uh, episode, which will include but, some HC, but it's it's really yeah. about what what's going on in the NYC overall. But let but let's just give a teaser here. Yes. Ninety-five, you say, uh, manic compression and. Seamless is 95. Are we yes. sure about that? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So futuristic at the time. Yep. Yo, so, it's, it's crazy. I mean, so, but Driver Not Included came out that year too. Mm-hmm. Fuck. And so rank those three and t- I, I know the answer, but tell me why. I mean, to me, it's seamless, uh, manic compression driver. Oh, okay. I would go um, probably manic compression driver seamless. Really, I love Orange Nine Millimeter. Dude. Where are you going, PK? Are you? Do we all three do different? I think so. Yes, I, I'm going to go manic. Comp- I'm going to go manic, manic driver then seamless. No, I'm going to go manic seamless. Okay. Uh, driver. I so think Orange Nine. Orange Nine is the band that uh, of these three, the least in, until maybe Tragic, where they tried for like more of like a like likable corporate rock thing at times. Yeah. I I think that these. Of these three bands, the least ambitious is Orange Nine, uh, <sighs> and, and that's not a knock against them if they no. wrote if they wrote pure hits, but they're, they're not a hit band. No. You know what I mean? So I'm not angry at Orange Nine. Uh, Orange Nine Millimeter. I watched Orange Nine Millimeter videos the other day, which, yeah. by the way, very entertaining. So I, I I'm not against them, but of these three records, because Seamless. I can't believe Seamless came out in 95. That's like crazy to me Um, because Seamless had, it it shed some of the uh, more uh, experimental uh, or or unlikable aspects. They honed Uh, in. I mean, that's the part I think that they finally got to with Seamless was they, they tuned in some of that weird stuff to make it just, just tighter and more, more accessible i mean there's still it's still a weird record like this is still a super weird band but but they kind of found where they needed to be yo 1995 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road. Everybody. Please go watch live footage of all of these bands. Yes. And at this era, because it is so fucking interesting watching like, like Shaka, like, like wear like a denim, like a denim jacket while he's like doing his fucking it's. And then you had the into another guys at that point. Oh, oh. taking maybe some of the goofiest promo photos I've ever seen in my life. Shirts. Lots. Oh, shiny shirts. I mean, go check it, everybody. So how about this? The second single for Into Another, Tale, hit number 39 on the Billboard single chart in 96. Yo, that that matters. That was a big deal in 1996. 39? That would be like number one for four weeks in 2020 on a rock Mm. single chart. You know what I mean? Um yeah, so so uh, so you wow. you asked underdog or into another? <sighs> Damn. Uh, <sighs> see, I, I don't disagree. I mean, I think underdog is just about perfect, perfect hardcore band. And into another had a, maybe had a higher ceiling and delivered two LPs of material that I just find highly listenable. Um, it's splitting a hair to me. I guess i'm gonna go man i'm now having to get in i'm like you you heard what i went through with quicksand and like all the points where i'm like they're perfect art perfect this just i'm going through it i guess i'm going underdog because they simply other than making a couple whack like reunion era t-shirts or like the reissue artwork for vanishing point being not as cool as the original um it's underdog but into another uh, might have my heart. Interesting. Mm. And you got to walk around the shore. You know what I mean? And they're like, I, I have one tattoo and it's an underdog tattoo. Saying I'm going to say into another. I, I think that they would, like Tom said, when they brick, they brick pretty fucking hard, but the, the, there's something aspirational about it that hits it out of the park sometimes. I mean, that's, that's the piece to me is that they're so weird and go for it so hard. Even, even the early records, I'm like, Oh, I don't like them as much. I'm looking through. I'm like, I love these songs. 
you know? Yeah. So, uh, fuck me. All right. Um, let me give you guys a question here. Oh, yeah. This is my favorite question. Murphy Law, Murphy's Law shirts. So, Murphy's Law shirts. Okay, or, I'm with you so far. Or Earth Crisis shirts. Oof. Yo, give me Attack of the Killer Beers every day. Yo. Ah! I don't know. There's that. Th- there's the... Um, the destroyed machines tour short long sleeve. That yeah, it's I know it's a classic to me. Tag of the killer beers. Arf arf arf. They both put um, out a ton of rules, terrible shirts. By the way, America a rules bunch shirt. Of yeah, shirts. of course. America rules shirt with the like money signs all over it. The like big dollar bill print with the Statue of Liberty. Where are you going, PK? <laughs> I'm on Tom's team here. We're both going Murphy's Law shirts. Yeah, dude. I mean, the Attack of the Killer Beers is. It's one Perfect. of the best Marco shirts ever. Yes. Yeah. Um, You're struggling so much. This is like a moral conundrum. From the, well, it's the just, man it's wearing just the all over print Hillary Clinton eating a baby shirt right now. Uh, like, Damn. It's just that Earth Crisis has put out so many bad shirts. Like unbelievable amount of bad shirts. They might um, have more. I think they have more bad shirts more bad undeniably than, 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 like than shirts. And they and like, more bad shirts than Murphy's Law, just by yeah. sheer numbers. I, I, I yeah, I think that's probably true. And I, I'll I'll go Murphy's Law. And by the way, the the logo Earth Crisis has been using in the last few years. I don't know. I'm not I'm not Jimmy Earth Crisis, but I think they can do better. I'm yeah. not trying to be. Uh, they got they got some real talented dudes in their camp. I just want them. I want good things for them. They had some really good art, and and the logo is just. It's just there. It makes me feel like there's a lot of other bands who could use that. Which, wait, wait, which one are they using right now? It's like it's a very, modified old English. Very affliction. Very affliction. It's uh, they don't use the classic logo anymore. What are they no, using? No, a lot of tap out. Yeah, man. It's really, not, it's not yeah. fantastic. It's not. So, I, Bob, can I tell the way you read that Please. question? Yeah. Right, here's my story. So, <laughs> years ago as a kid, we went to uh, Coney Island High. Did a benefit for John Joseph. Oh right? yeah. When oh, he yeah. was arrested for going AWOL, right? And this dude comes up, and I don't even, it could have been someone I had no idea at the time who he was. And he comes up and he reads um, a letter from John from jail, right? Thanking him, thanking everybody for coming and supporting him because it was like paying for his lawyer, whatever it was, right? So he reads this whole, you know, five minute letter and he goes, and now Murphy Law and that <laughs> Murphy Law, right? And like so, for like everyone that went there, like if you said that right now, everyone would remember exactly that story. And like we'd come up with like different, um, like how to two five Taliffy, you know, like all these dumb names, uh, <laughs> like how to miss. Yeah, and now Murphy Law, and I was like, it's it's not even a made up term. Like that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. It's not like a name they made up. It's like no. an actual thing. <laughs> yeah, um, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Murphy all right, Law. Uh- Let's see. Uh, am I doubling up or Tom? You got you got one, Tom. Yeah. Um, let's see. All right. So speaking of, in 2020, September of 2020, JJ or Harley? Harley. Right now. Harley. JJ. Harley. 
I mean, JJ could be a fucking guest on Worst Possible Timeline, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I, listen, <laughs> only, one, only one of those guys is is donning a uh, wraparound sunglasses to take a bike, ride down, a bike ride down to the hospital to prove that COVID is fake. So what, that guy. What I, I called him Bike Man, like a Mega Man boss. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yo, he so, come on and you guys would be like, yo, but dude, what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, <"Whoa." laughs> you think you think he could get Pat to do the Eric like, ah, oh, gee, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see this. But it would have to be in person because I want to see Patrick white knuckle it like he was white knuckling it when Gavin was in his room. <laughs> oh. Yo, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, <laughs> we did this very good interview with Gavin like yeah. and and Gavin is a presence that you can't attempt to mitigate like you're not going to tell him how to behave even if it's your space he'll just toss you out of your own window so <laughs> it, it, he he's a very kind dude oh no I, listen listen for the record he's my type of dude which is the type of dude that says things that get you in trouble but that is not necessarily this type of podcast so like I I'm he is always on the line of saying something that is going to to get me a bunch of emails and I I ultimately I like it you know what I mean because we've talked about it off air hey let's just do a thing where we try to get reasonable guests and if they say something then they can we'll give them the option of saying hey are you sure on that and if if they stick by it then that's what they said that's not what I said that's fine I, I'm into treating everybody like an adult. But Gavin goes fast and goes hard. <laughs> so you never know which direction he's going to take a conversation. And you're like, oh, shit, I think Love he's it. about to say something fucked. <laughs> it's pretty it's I mean, it's fun. You know, what I mean, I don't know how you pivoted from picking JJ over Harley to talking about Gavin. But but let me present the case for Harley real quick. Hold on. Ready? Sure. Hold on. I have to euthanize a dog. Tom, do you know what this is? Yeah, it's Biz Marquee, isn't it? It's Harley playing it on his Instagram story on August 28th on the piano. It's him playing Just a Friend on the piano? Yeah, here he is. Hey, I'm in. Oh, it cuts off right when the vocals kick. Damn. And then, hold on, I think this one might be a an original. This one... This should make the next uh, Chromags record. Harley on an acoustic outside. Yes. It sounds like rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep them wagons rolling. While the world is flipping out. And I am chilling out. All right. Well, on the note. <laughs> Can I take my vote back? <laughs> Yo, if you haven't He's checked a out, friend that does stuff like that and like looks you directly in the eye, yes, I'm yes, like yeah. the guy, your friend that raps to you, yep, or like, hey, can I read you some poetry and like fucking locks eyes with you? That's Harley. Here's his yep. August 26th post of him in a pool with two very large, large dogs petting the pools while he's in the, there, hugging, kissing. Very nice. I think here's another video of him sitting on an outdoor swing. Oh, at first it looked like he was naked on the swing playing guitar, but no, he has shorts on. Okay. Yo, my vote stands, Harley. And yo, JJ, we can hang out too. Just don't look like a bad guy from Mega Man. You're good. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, the, the Patrick, you're up. 
Okay. Uh, I'm going to drop this one on you, and then I'm going to step away for one minute. So You're really going to euthanize you, that dog? I'm going to euthanize the dog with a rock, everybody. So be ready. It's, been, that, uh, it's, it's been time. Yeah. So a bad bar show. So firstly, can we establish what that means? Sure. Uh, you walk into a venue that is disappointingly a bar first. Before you walk through the bar to get to the venue in the back. Sure. Right. But it is, it, no, it's like, I, I don't mean like the bar presents itself first. I mean, it prioritizes it's, the bar. Yeah, it's a bar. First and Got foremost. It. it is a bar that like. They, it's a bar ha- that allows bands to play there on occasion. Yes. And it, that means that you're dealing with like a soft 21 and up where they're not asking questions, but it's a moment of stress and it's like a thing. And like, if somebody feels like being a dick, it's a whole fucking hassle. And okay. So that's a bar show, right? We're talking underpowered PA. Um, like people that don't want to hear you bad ambiance, the whole thing. Sure. Right. Versus bad zine library show. So zine library show, uh, like, we all know what that is too. That's like, like safe space sort of spot that has underpowered PA. Uh, your foot might go through the floorboards. Drummer uh, using a plaster bucket as a drum. Yes. Uh, it, like promote promoter asking, being indignant when you say, where's the PA? You know what I mean? Like, a, a, all right. Acting, rock act, star. Act, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Acting like you're fancy for wanting a microphone that goes into it to something. Uh, <laughs> like, it, when you say, Hey, can I have, uh, where's the PA? They said they wheel out like a, a broken, uh, uh bass amp. Yep. Yeah. And just, yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, and uh, the bathroom, I, w- I need you to consider the bathroom for both of those as, as I go to the and Okay, you go do that. this. Tom, what's your, what's your worst experience playing a bar or like a, bar, or like a, a club where the bar was, was, a, was more important than the show? Um, Slash, have you ever had to deal with that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I've told the story on the podcast before. We played an Italian restaurant in Italy, so I guess just a restaurant. Um, <laughs> Wait, nope. <laughs> I don't know that we know that one. Please tell oh. it. So I have pictures of it, too. It's pretty amazing. Um, so, you know, I mean, this is 1997. Mm-hmm. So in the grand scheme of things, we were, like, early on in, like, the, you know, not agnostic front, sick of it all level band going yeah, on tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? If, For sure. If you look at the posters, it was literally, like, despair and turmoil and damnation and indecision. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. Very few, you know, strife and all that sort of stuff. But, like, not on that AF, sick of it all. Level. No, you, you're part of the first wave of, of like not, lower, not smaller, know, but, like, mid-sized Europe. bands yeah. going and doing Europe stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of like, all right, we were there for two months. We're like, book us wherever. Like, let's just go, you know. Yeah. And we show up in Italy, and, like, we walk in, and it's, like, legit an Italian restaurant. Which wow. they, they didn't actually remove the cha- the tables. Oh. <laughs> so now imagine us fucking five morons yep. on a stage with Satan painted behind us. Oh, wow. Playing unorthodox to 20 very disinterested and slightly agitated people that were trying to eat pizza. Diners. Wow. Yeah. Um, this is the one that... Um, so uh, hey, we're at a restaurant. This is probably the best food we had on the tour. Yeah, yeah. They made us food. That's fantastic. Yeah. But 
I'm a fucking Irish kid from Brooklyn, and yeah. I don't really, you know, like, yeah, yeah, so what, I, what do you know, right, right. So they're, you know, it's like linguine or whatever it was. I was more of like a you chop it up a little bit and then you fucking scoop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 owner of the restaurant yelled at me. What? <laughs> and he came over and was like, "No, no." I'm like, "What? What's happening?" I I haven't seen my family in a month and a half. Like, I don't know. What <laughs> don't and, yell at me, please. Yeah, it's like, come on, this really sucks. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just um, trying to eat how I know yeah. how to eat. Yeah, like I broke my tooth like a month ago, and I still have another fucking three weeks of this bullshit. Like, um, he came over and taught me how to use like the spoon and fork. Like, wow, ocean, which I still don't know how to do. I was just like, oh, okay. So I literally was just, it was brutal. Um, but that's like the most memorable. Like, oh. Okay, I'll send you the pictures. Like we could probably fucking tweet them. Yeah, please. That, there's a picture of us like with the owner in front of what I mean. It was it was Mephistopheles behind us at an Italian restaurant. That's awesome. It's That's the really fuck, yeah. So yeah, it sucks. That's pretty good. So so all right. So then to Patrick's question, what are you taking? Uh, bad Zine Library show or bad bar show? Bar first. Hello? <laughs> Did we lose Tom? No, I'm still here. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Answer is Pat. Oh. Oh, is this my answer? I'm going to go with um I'll take the the uh Zine Library underpowered PA uh foot th- foot through the floorboards. Uh people not sure if I share their politics so they hate me from the jump uh over a bar show because bar shows have bar none the worst ambiance imaginable. Right, and drunk yeah. people are agita- get agitated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm 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 Zine Library all day, every day. Okay. Uh, just it just. I'd rather deal with that. I'd rather deal with that kind of weird stuff and be able to negotiate that and and manage that, than have to deal with the inevitable headaches that come with a bar. No thanks. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Um, inside out or Gorilla Biscuits. Inside out. Woo. God damn. Thought you might go that way, PK, but was 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 ready to be surprised. Uh Tom, I knew it would be harder for you. Yeah. Um fuck. This is the the age old question of quantity versus quality. Mm, mm. Um just because GB seven inch, fantastic. Yep. Start today, fantastic. Yep. Inside out, seven in inch. Those four to six songs, whatever, however yep. you <clears throat> listen to it. Yeah, pretty good. That, that beats, <laughs> I, to me, that beats GB. So you're that's gonna take inside higher, out. Yeah, that's like a higher zenith as compared to GB. But GB, I mean, you can't really go wrong either. But I'd no. probably, if you were like, hey, for the rest of your life, you can either listen to this or you can listen to this. I'm probably going inside out. Oh wow, that's that's a fun way to think about that for it. Um, inside out, I th- think. Wow, I have I have better memories of Inside Out because that record was among the first. I guess I guess the one GB record was two on CD, but the the, the, uh, uh, the that the Inside Out record is like one that I. I put on and immediately it was like, Oh, like fist pumping sort of. Yeah. Like this is what I want. Yeah. 
are there any records that deliver the way Inside Out does? Few. And, few. and few that there's a lot to take from it, but few that really sound like it, you know? And I, to be very honest, I'm thinking about Gorilla Biscuits. I think there's a, a lot to take from GB, but few that actually pull it off and sound like it, though it sounds more like other things, you know? Right. Um, I mean, they took seven seconds and then Lifetime took GB and yeah. then like Fallout Boy took Lifetime. You know what I mean? That's right. So they, I mean, Fallout Boy owes Gorilla Biscuits as much as they owe anybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm going to go. You guys a picture? Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm. I think I'm going to go inside out, but, but it's, it's really tough. I put it them because they're high watermark. I mean, I right, really, right. I you know, I love the GB stuff. I think I think if GB had put out another LP that was good and or weird or whatever the hell it would have been next, I would have been fascinated. It would have been harder for me. Yeah, I mean, if if Set Your Goals came out with GB on it. Oh, huh. Interesting. Because I mean that's pretty much what it is. It is, but I think, but I don't think I think set your goals comes out when it does ninety six. I guess that is. Um, that might also be ninety five, right? It could be. It's right there. Let's look. But but I don't oh. think that like they weren't ready to write set your goals in nineteen ninety one. You know what I mean? No, like that's whatever right. the record would have been, it wouldn't have been that, and it could have been like to be very honest, it could have been bad. Uh, October ninety five. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ninety five was a big year. So Civ, and that that's one for the NYC conversation too. By the way, um, all right, I'm going. I'm going inside out because of the high water mark. Um, and is there a better hardcore song than No Spiritual Surrender? Uh, uh, not. I mean, for me, it's there's some bad brains and Chromags and, and minor threat songs, but it's pretty sure. good. I mean, it's 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 certainly up there. Uh, I I. <sighs> You know how my brain is just always working because I'm like a really smart guy. Huh. Uh, okay, continue. So, <clears throat> uh, I was like, "Oh, this will give me an opportunity to do the thing that I always said I was going to do. Uh, I will buy a, a hardcore shirt while on the podcast. I'll use uh, the Patreon and just be like, okay, let's mm-hmm. do a stimulus package for the stimmy uh, up. Hardcore- stimmy up.' So I, I went looking for an Inside Out shirt on Depop on a little app on my phone. Yes. Uh, not much comes up because everything comes up because inside uh, out yeah. is just a term. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then somehow I end up at, I'm looking like, okay, rage against the machine. No. And then here's a shirt that I click on Charles Manson's face. And it's, it says Slipknot reject, which I don't know that band kitty corn in pink lettering over Charles Manson's face. And then under Charles Manson's eye, it says based bitch. Mm. And I, I just went looking through Slipknot concert tours, which by the way, there, that is its own Wikipedia. Yep. Uh, to try to figure out, was this a tour of some, like it sounds, it seems like a tour, but first I don't know what reject is. And secondly, what era would this be? I don't even know, but then it turns out, that based bitch is a designer mm. who makes shirts like that just do things like here's a bunch of band names that you people would like. Uh, and this is their, this is their angle. This is, um, 
what they do presumably for a living. Uh, so I don't think this tour ever happened. I don't think this was a thing. I think this is just somebody celebrating the fact that people will buy this shirt. Shit. Huh. <laughs> yeah, you go to Rev HQ and just get that's a shirt true. that's like legit. That's true. Yeah, but I thought I would give it to the like the I thought second the whole hand. fun thing would be to yeah, but I can't really find it anyway. No, they're sorry. tough. I'm looking at some underdog shirts on here right now. Nothing, nothing totally great, but some good ones. Um, a good into another seamless shirt in size small for eighteen dollars, and if it was a larger XL, I would be buying it right now. Oh, I got better success with Inside Out Rev. Yeah, that's that's what I did too. Also, um, okay, uh, Tom, you're up. You got any? Yeah, let's do it. Um, we want another band one or like a, a anything. Uh, bagel or pizza? <sighs> Fuck. Bagel or pizza? Do I get to pick where I get both? Yes. Okay, pizza. Okay, where? Pizza. What, what, you too, Pat? Yeah, pizza. Yeah, you know, I just there's just there's lots of good pizza places. You know, like uh, you know, I mean, there's so many at the shore. There's, I, but a really good bagel. I'm only going to New York City. Um, and there's some good spots in the city. Tell me, like Bradley Beach doesn't have a good bagel. Uh, they're okay. Situation. No, they're okay. They're, they're good. They're just not the. I mean, I'm yo. I would if if the shore had really good bagel spots, I'd rep the hell out of it. Um, I've searched. There's some good ones. Nothing, nothing that compares to the ones that I've had from the city, which is sure. crazy. But pizza. There's. I would argue that I find better pizza in New Jersey than than in New York City. But that's because. Wow. Because New York gets stuck, you know, when you're walking around Manhattan. There's some good spots that I go to and enjoy, but there's also like commercial trash. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah, of course. And then right. dollar slice spots that are fine, that are probably better than 85 percent of the rest of the world, yeah. but they're just okay to the the pizza connoisseurs that reside in New York and New Jersey. When are we going to Pete and Elders? We'll bring a pack. Yeah, we should. We'll see if they can. We get a vegan slice or, or vegan we, pie. We or. should bring a bag of uh, of vegan cheese. And say, hey, can you use this instead? See if Pat's they'll do it. Shirt. Yeah, he needs that. Pat, are you familiar with Pete and Elvis? I, I am. Guys, I'm just I'm struggling here. I'm trying to figure out if Reject is a band. It's driving me really, <laughs> truly. Reject. Maybe it's all uh, American. Reject. Oh, fuck. Uh, well, there's, there's, a re- this, there's a Reject that put out a single seven inch on Creep, but I don't think that's the think same one. Yeah, I'm not thinking they're on a Slipknot tour. Uh, um. And there's, you know, there's 20 members of, uh, which honestly, these guys have the worst fucking photos. Uh, teenage rejects have it's truly, I'm on Discogs right now, truly the worst photos on Discogs I've ever seen. Um, yeah, it's a band called, it's a band called The Rejects, Slipknot slash Static X collaboration to carry on with new name uh, and new singer. The Rejects, a long running project featuring vocalist Dizzy Reject, Slipknot drummer, Joey Jordison and static X guitarist, Trippy Elson have amicably parted ways. Dizzy will reportedly carry on with his new project, bomb pop mafia, while the remaining members of what used to be the rejects <laughs> will carry on with a new name and brand new material. That's an old shirt. Uh, pop mafia. This is a, no, this it, is an article no. from April 7th, 2002. Thanks. Blabbermouth.net. But oh, but I mean this is literally reject, not the re- not rejects or re- it, 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 and also they're billed completely inappropriately and at the wrong time. This is making me mad. All right, sorry fellas. Uh, what was the question being asked? Pizza. Oh. P- uh, do you know what Pete Nell does? This? Oh yeah, I do. Listen, um, I, 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 th- Tom, what's the name of the fucking spot in New York that I used to go to? Lower East Side. Lower East Side Pizza Place. Yep. 
the vegan spot. Yep. Um, Near Atlas, I want to say, was that right? Did I make yeah, that up? It's, it, it, uh, Viva Herbal. Yeah. Viva Herbal. Okay. Since Viva Herbal closed uh, in New York, I would I would actually opt for a bagel over a pizza. Yeah. Over Screamers. Uh, or, or. Uh, yeah, I don't want to have to go into Brooklyn. Um, wow. If I'm in New York, if, if honestly, Tom, if I'm in New York, that's a much harder question to be really, really fair. Like, but yo, where can you get a good bagel upstate, Patrick? Oh, I have no idea. Nowhere. It's like, yo, you know what your best bagel option is in upstate New York? Fucking Dunkin' Donuts because it's better than Brugger's. Yeah. <laughs> um, you better go to Slotesburg if you want a real bagel. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, the the uh, the rest area. Yeah, to Jesus. Um, okay, PK, you're up. Good question, Tom. Oh. Thank you. Okay. Oh wait, uh, where are you going on that, Tom? I'm going pizza because even bad pizza is still pretty good. Yeah. You get a fucking terrible bagel that like no. ruins your day. Bad bagel is bad. Bad bagel is bad. Um. Okay. Bad hardcore drama or bad normie office drama? Oh, bad normie office drama all day, every day. Fuck as yeah. long as you're not involved in it, it's so fun to watch it play out. <laughs> okay. Well. Which is better than hardcore because then when, when it's hardcore drama, you go, oh, no. What am you I doing? You might fight. Yeah, you might, it might ruin a venue. It's, yeah, it's, I'm not being paid to be here. But if you're being yeah. paid to be there at a job – and you can sit back with that bag of popcorn. Ooh, it's delicious. I'm going to say in hardcore, I got very sad maybe a month ago when I saw that everybody knew each other and nobody liked each other. And I had no idea because <laughs> you, know, you know, when you think that you've got like different groups of friends, people that you know, sure. and then uh, you don't know that they know each other at all, but then you find out that they have longstanding beefs and they have all these weird fucking vibes and energies and shit. That's what Twitter was like for me a month ago where I was like, oh, I didn't even know you all knew each other and you're blood enemies? <laughs> that's, that's weird. Uh, yeah, I feel like hardcore drama, like we're all fucked up because we like hardcore. Yeah. Like at work, it might just be like, oh shit, fucking... Sal got drunk in the Christmas party and put his balls on the Xerox machine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like out out of left field. Like in hardcore, it's like, yeah, we're all really fucked up. There's gonna be drama because it's it's inherent in like you listen to this stuff. You- yeah, and how how bummer is it? Like as grown ups, oh, to to be like circled by like like I know that both of you have had to get phone calls where you handle the thing that you got a phone call about. This is not your business. It's somebody else's business that you're attempting. Somebody's attempting to drag you into. Mm -hmm. And then you get off the phone and you reflect and you go, Oh, I've been a grown man for a long time. Yeah. What am I doing? What am I doing? (laughs) That's six and a half minutes of my life. I could have been literally doing anything, anything. Anything. (laughs) And you could have been doing something that is not like grown up. You could have been playing Minecraft on on an iPad. Yes. I could have been furthering my 2k season. Like, what am I doing? Exactly. Um, yeah, yo, uh, uh, as a quick note on that, I've been really detoxing on social media, like still checking it, still looking at the things I like to look at, but been thinking a lot about just straight doing what I got to do. So it's only shit I'm interested in seeing. Cause I'm like, yeah. I, th- I think if I just kind of trim the hedges, so to say, it can be a more like, Oh, neat. 
this record's coming out or, Oh cool. Here's the score to that hockey game. Like, uh, as opposed to like, Oh, I don't know if I like any humans anymore. Oh, so yeah, I changed like the you know, like the bottom dock on your iPhone. Like you get like the things that you use the most. Yeah. I change it so I don't have any social media in there. Oh, that's good. Because it makes it easier. So it's in like a folder. So I have to like look for it. And you have to double into it. Right. Right. So now I have just the iPod, the, the, the podcast app, my email and Spotify on the bottom. And I actually have to go look for like Twitter or Instagram. Well, that's a good idea. I like just so it's like not like it's not the first thing you see when you open your phone. Yeah. Hopefully that'll help me not get really mad at Twitter. Yeah, it's tough. All right, uh, let's let's get back to the shit here. Um, bitter end or Iron Age? Oh man, fuck! I think members of both listen to this. They do, um, and shout out. This is like, by the way, all love. Like, I, it's I'm, choosing I, between uh, great ice cream or great ice cream. You know, and it, it it is like really like there's no losers here. Um, I'm going to say uh, I am steady on how much of a bitter end super fan I am. Yeah. So I got to go. Iron Age is for me. I, I mean, that's no, no diss to bitter end. Fantastic. Band, God damn it. Iron Age. Every time we talk, there's certain bands that when we talk about them, I want to listen to them as soon as the podcast is done. And bitter end is that band. Bitter ends a band. Whenever I do listen to them, I'm like, man, this band should be regular rotation. Iron Age just is regular rotation for me. So, Tom, where you at, buddy? Uh, I'm trying to jump out the window. Yeah, you were uh, you were just hoping we could forget you didn't answer on that one. Fuck, man. Why are you doing this to me? I know. It's a tough one. Two great front people. Great band. Like, yep. fuck. Oh, man. I mean, let's, let's spade a spade. Bitter End has more material. Yeah. Which is a blessing and a curse. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, in my opinion... Iron Age's height is be- like Constant Struggle is my favorite record of all the records either of these bands have put out. Um, and like, I would like in the uh, I would like to see that way. I-, I would like to see each of these bands put out another record. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to. St- I'll, I'll go bitter end by the the smallest of margins. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Here's my dumb reason. I'm I was a little late on the Iron Age train. Yeah, because and this is stupid and this is like God knows when. But I was like, I confused them and Iron Boots. Oh sure. And I was like, oh, this is cool. It sounds like Warzone. <laughs> right, right, right. And then which Iron like, Boots okay. certainly does. Yeah. Right, so I was like, "This is cool." Like, I listened to this here and there. I don't know if it was around the same time, but in my head, it was. No, they're they're not too far off. They were they they overlap oh. for sure. But then, like, I was like, "Oh, what the fuck am I doing?" But I had been listening to Bitter End longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think this is akin to the one step closer magnitude conversation. Like, you cannot go wrong with either. No, they're both fantastic bands. I like. I'm making a. Uh, a playlist for Justin Brandon. Yeah. Oh, nice. You're talking about hardcore and all this sort of stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, h- how far back can I go without offending you? <laughs> and he was like, 2001. I was like, what? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> but I put fucking um, 
bite the hand that feeds and i was like yo this is such a good fucking song yeah no uh, yo shout out shout out to texas lots of tracks um so many tracks okay uh you guys got any more you want me to start doing rapid fire from my mega list one more please and this is payback bob oh okay good I probably know your answer though, but okay. I, I, it might be tough. Okay, ask the question. I'll think of it. I'll get my answer. Then I'll, you can. I'll, I'll want to hear yours, or hear what you think my answer is. Tragedy or his hero is gone. Okay, you got my answer. Yeah, I know it already. Yeah, it's tragedy. It's tragedy. Y- big reason, much more personal connection to it. Sure. <laughs> Had heard his hero is gone before tragedy, but got into tragedy and then kind of. Through them, got more into his hair is gone. It's a great question. Like, actually, both are really prolific. Um, it would have been very interesting to see where his heroes gone went musically after the last record they did. Like, I wonder, it, would they have gone more metal? You know? Yeah. Yeah. PK, where are you at on that? Um, I don't know. Oh, this is tough for you. Or you just not know enough. I mean, you like both bands, don't you? Yeah. Um, I think you put them in a space. You did put me in a space. Um, yeah, that's a good, good curveball. Wow. Good, good. I was also thinking about my next question to you guys, um, which I, I wonder if it's going to jam me up or not. Um, you want us to vamp all you think? <laughs> all right. Well, hold on. Give me your arguments so far. Encapsulate the argument. Really, just for me, tragedy was a more personal connection. I got, I had heard his heroes gone first, but then, but I got into tragedy and then kind of went backwards and and backdoored into his heroes gone. Okay, no, it's tragedy at the end of the day because uh, his heroes gone is not a band that I listen to with any regularity. Just when I do, I go, oh yeah, it's kind of like the baseline for this, isn't it? It's it's kind of like this is like OG OG. but uh, no, tragedy is a, a, a refined thing. I, I'm going to go tragedy. Okay, Tom, where do you go? I'm going His Hero's Gone. I'm not surprised by that. Because you got, you were into them. Love it. Yeah. Love it. I like tragedy. I love From Ashes. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I was saying, like, imagine if this happened in reverse order mm. and, like, all these bands formed His Hero's Gone. That would have been, and that's kind of the funnier thing about that is that it would have been like an all star band. You could, you could honestly give a, someone. Some from Ashes Rise records, some tragedy records, and then be like, oh, and then they got they work both ways musically. You, yeah, could, get, you could see you could see it being the origin or the arrival. Exactly. Which is fascinating and kind of rare and amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's actually a cool point. Um all right, PK, you're up. Uh okay. Uh Florida Hardcore versus uh okay. Pacific Northwest Hardcore Go. Um, I'm going to go Pacific Northwest hardcore overall. Um, Florida's really had some moments over the past decade and a couple spots, uh, before that, you know, um, didn't have a ton of stuff in the early eighties besides the, we can't help it if we're from Florida comp and the band, um, is it F? Yeah. Um, late eighties, they had a couple bands. Uh, I think, is it, who's the band from Miami? Is it powerhouse? The Miami 
Powerhouse yep. Florida. That's yep. that's a cool fucking band. There's a couple other like late '80s Florida bands. Are you into any of that like like Asok or like Palatka or any of those bands? Not super into a lot of that stuff. Um, but I I also forget that some of that's from Florida. I like the band Failure Face a lot from the '90s. Um, they're kind of like like for people who like stuff like Out Cold or just like straightforward punk hardcore you're messing up if you miss out on failure face that's a terrible name because it sounds like they should be opening for reject and slip reject yeah well well or maybe maybe they're like a lowercase letter failure face and they open for jawbreaker you know okay so scratchy logo yeah exactly period at the end kind of thing um the metal core side of florida never did anything for me still doesn't um, but I, I mean, what South Florida's done, what a lot of the, 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 there's a ton of bands there. Like they've, they've had a moment Northwest, similar, similar 80 story, but if you're going full Northwest, they, they gave us poison idea. So that's pretty sick. Um, most of the melodic Northwest stuff missed me, but some of it caught go it alone, sinking ships shook ones. I, I like a lot. Um, and then. I like a lot of the more like noisy, weird shit from up there. Like the iron lung record scene is cool. Shout out RJC. Uh, Punitive damage is great right now. I really like rejection pact from Boise. I think they're a cool band. I think there's some cool shit going on up there. Do we consider is, is I, is Idaho PNW? Yes, but it's like, I think it is now, you know what I mean? Sure. Sonically. It's it's like, it's like, it's honestly, I think, like, am I counting the, the what what scene has Idaho had, Idaho had that's been more nationally noteworthy? I'm not trying to diss Idaho, but uh, up until this recent last few years, there hasn't been much of one, and they kind of it's like an expansion team for the Pacific Northwest, you know? Sure, sure. Um, where do you go, Tom? It's it's. I think it's tough. I think Florida probably has more that I liked. Mm-hmm. But the Pacific Northwest, like you said, um, has you know gives you poison idea. Yep. And also, it gave you Undertow, and Undertow is one of my favorite hardcore bands of all time. So PNW wins because of Undertow specifically. Yeah. Patrick, where do you go? Uh, I was running this really hard in my brain while you two were talking. Uh, end of the day, I think I got to go Pacific Northwest, but Florida's done a lot of good stuff over the. I, I think Florida has maybe done more recently for me than yeah. the Pacific Northwest has. Yeah, me too. Uh, but but uh, Pacific Northwest at the end. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's that's a really good question. I actually had a similar one, so we'll so we're right into that. Connecticut hardcore or Pennsylvania hardcore. Connecticut. Fuck. I'm going wide awake, hate breed, cornerstone, death threat, death threat. Fuck. Yeah. I think Pennsylvania probably has more variety to my ear. Oh, they um, definitely do. And you um, blacklisted and, and condemned. Yeah. I mean, well, and for you, PK, all's failed. Yep. All else failed. Ink and dagger. Uh, Code uh, orange. Uh, Code Orange. Uh, I, I'm going to go Pennsylvania. For me, it's Fuck. for me from 1980 to 2000. It's Connecticut. Um, and yo, it's like where do you is Youth of Today a Connecticut band? Eh, it's, it's hard. 
um, whatever, whatever. We'll, we'll just kind of, regardless, I think it's Connecticut, 1980 to 2000. Then a little band named Blacklisted started. Uh, Blacklisted, Cold World, um, Title Fight. It's, it goes, it, I think it's PA. But wow, uh, but yeah, they're even. They're really close, and it was closer than I thought. It was really, and I, I think I there's I think there's new stuff going on in Connecticut. Restraining order, anxious. There's a lot of stuff happening right now. Um, but I, I actually how big Pennsylvania is though. Yeah, Connecticut takes you 18 hours to drive through when you're going north. <laughs> it's not a big state. No, like, I no, feel no, like no. Like, you forget that, like, all right, oh shit, like Erie and Pittsburgh are like. I think Pennsylvania, I think Philly, but that's not fair. Like that's no, there's Philly, there's Pittsburgh, there's there is Erie, there's Wilkes-Barre scene. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot. One step closer, shout out, like Tiger's Jaw. I know, I know. There's there's a lot of uh, variety. So shout out to Pennsylvania hardcore. Um, I think I might have to go Pennsylvania. I'm I'm changing my vote. It's tough, yo. Connecticut's strong too. Like yo, I, I love Wide Awake. I love Cornerstone. Love Death Threat hate breed is hate breed you know like what are you gonna do like um Pizza. yeah <laughs> pasta um <laughs> all right so are we all going pa hardcore over connecticut yeah which isn't to of course isn't to say a fucking bad thing about connecticut at all no. uh, and shout out to uh our boy shout out to jay reason static era records that's fact yeah um shout out to kyle uh, Glory, who is do who just did a Connecticut hardcore zine that Shining Life put out, so everyone should go buy that and support CTHC. And he did a cool Cornerstone one, uh, oh, yeah. about a year ago. Oh yeah, that I really love that. Wow! And shout out Pennsylvania. There you go. Um, all right, Tom, you got any? I got nothing left. All right, then, uh, Patrick, you got anything? All right, I got a really good one here. Please go, Fugazi or the Field. And let me give you the field. Any other DC band that came, any, all DC Discord bands that came out uh, after 1985. Wow. I fucking love Swizz, so this is not easy. And you also, and well, let's not, I guess, does Lungfish count? They're a Discord band. Uh, Discord band, technically Baltimore, uh, but those two places, I don't, yeah, you know. they're also on Discord, so we're saying Discord. Yeah. Um, Fugazi versus the field. Listen, Discord takes a a, a ride off a cliff, uh, uh, but it's not for a number of years later. Um, I'm going to go the field. Tom, what are you thinking? Fugazi or the field? field? I'm going Fugazi. Yeah, I thought you might. And I think it's a valid argument. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) I think, I think... I take the field, but it's really close. It's really what's close. Your big, like, what's the big record in the field that, that tips it for you? Rides of Spring and uh, embrace. and Embrace and the One Last Wish record. And uh, uh, and tough. A Dag Nasty Wig out of Denko's. Hell so, Yes, I Cheated. Hell Yes, I Cheated is really a fantastic LP. Like, I'm not as big a Swiss fan on the rest, but Hell Yes, I Cheated is a pretty unbelievably great record. So better than 13 songs. Any of those records though? For me, I take, I take the embrace record over it. I take one last wish over it. I I don't know the answer to that. 13 songs is great, but it is right there. Yeah. Repeat. No. Um, also I think we're going to, 
I have a guest who'd like to come on and do a bit of a Discord dive with us in the not too distant future. Patrick, sounds good. No, no, uh, somebody who's more uh, more nerdy about it than Patrick. What's what's the? Uh, am I wrong, or is there Fugazi material that was OG material that was released like maybe six years ago or something? There was a Fugazi demo released. Where, where, where's the furniture record? That's that's a great song. That's on the first demo. Uh, yeah, that's that's right. First demo, it's was released in 2014. So literally, this is your memory might be getting better. Either it's uh, rubbing off from Pat, from Tom and me, or uh, being back in the 518. But uh, everybody, go listen to Furniture by Fugazi. Yeah, great. Yeah, this is. Uh, I, I actually, I don't know that I've ever listened to this whole thing for, straight through though. Right. First demo. Yeah, eleven songs, thirty five minutes. Nice. Um, Pat. What's the biggest Fugazi song on on Spotify? Would you say? Ooh, good question. Um, I would. Yeah, I would. I would have to guess it's Waiting Room. No. Yeah, how many <laughs> streams would you guess? Uh, don't look. Fifteen million. Thirty-five million. Wow. What's the monthly listeners on Fugazi? Eight hundred five thousand. Wow. <laughs> wow. Seeing the I number of these songs, like wow, you know, it's what's funny about this, and I think that's because of us. What happened? <laughs> what's funny about this is th- that there is, um, we have talked about on this podcast that we don't see any young people talking about Fugazi. So, the question is, does Fugazi belong entirely to the alternative scene, which to be honest, I did not know existed still? Uh, is this all college, uh, college music, uh, radio station people that are now in their forties and fifties that are listening to this nonstop? Yes. Uh, or, uh, is there some, who is listening to Fugazi this much? Who? I mean, I think that there is still like, <clears throat> I actually had this conversation with a friend the other day about like the weird street punk and like skinhead scene, <laughs> uh, that we kind of came out of. Um, was like, where did those people go? They didn't like, it, you know, we stopped seeing them at the shows we were going to. And there's an easy way to go. Well, you know what? Probably some of them just kind of hung up their boots and uh, became normal, you know, but you got to go like, well, let's say 75% did. And then 25%, maybe still were some halfway in between. With, with that kind of stuff, if you just apply that to punk music as the broadest umbrella you can stretch it to, people still got to put something on when they're in their car or in their cubicle. And I know we've got some listeners who were who are essentially like retired punks or, or uh, reformed or just tired punks who didn't keep up with the active scene or whatever was going on around them or life took them somewhere else. And it's not that they don't like the music. They just stepped away. So I think that's still a big listenership. And you got to think how many people in life bought a Fugazi record between 1985 and 2000 who are like, Oh yeah, this band, I like them. Oh, they're on streaming. Sick. You know, they've sold millions of records. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think, That's, they were alternative. They were 120 minutes, like yeah. one, like you when you know, like REM was a thing. Like Fugazi was huge, man. Like they were playing fucking, you know, two nights at a 
4,000 cap in New York. Like they were like, and that was on their decision. They might've been able to go bigger. Like, okay, here's a good, good way to put it. I like the way you mastered that Tom REM, a band that all three of us would acknowledge. Don't see much active talk from people, right? No, we're absolutely giant stadium fillers. Sure. I would like each of you to guess their monthly listeners. Patrick. Who are we talking about? REM. REM. Oh, oh, oh. Monthly listeners. Uh, in 2000, in September 2020. Uh, um, I would, you know what? Let's just say a cool million, I guess. Okay. Tom, your guess? Seven million. 10,780,000 monthly listeners. Fuck. Right. Um, and now let's be, let's be real. That's fucking REM. Let's compare them to someone else. Do you hear a lot of people talk about the Lemonheads today? Yes. Yeah, significantly smaller than REM, but you know. And hardcore though. Yeah. yeah. yeah we, in our echo chamber, how many monthly listeners to the Lemonheads? 350. Uh, Fugazi numbers. Uh, so Tom said 350. You said Fugazi numbers. You're almost dead on. It's 830,000 monthly listeners. Oh, yeah. So very close. How many of them are just Mrs. Robinson, which has 34 million? Fuck. probably a lot but but that's okay um yo that that's that's the big question is how many people who are not actively into punk into hardcore or would define themselves as being active parts of something still check out the music I, i've been clued into a lot of people who tell me like oh yeah my brother-in-law who has a contracting business talked to me about your podcast at a barbecue and, uh, you know, ended up discovering a bunch of bands from it, but otherwise has no connection to like punk music, you know, for 20 years. So it's, uh, it's interesting where you find listeners. That's awesome. Yeah. So everyone listen to Fugazi. Let's get that to a million. Let's kill it. Um, I have more, but maybe we'll save them for a future episode, guys. Okay. Uh, kept it pretty focused. I thought that was a very fun uh, celebration of our uh, billion listens, everyone. Billion, we're up to a billion now. Oh, you know what? Let me let's do one more. Yeah, we're we're on our way to a billy. This is partially to tease um, the NYC ninety to early nineties episode. I want to ask both of you this: New York hardcore nineteen eighty to nineteen eighty five, or New York hardcore nineteen ninety to nineteen ninety five. Ooh. And by the way, wow. kept a lot of the New York content like because we're pretty New York centric and we we're yeah, playing, we go, but, but we yeah. kind of, you know, tried to diversify our bonds today. But this one, let's close out on a little like close to home note here. 1980 to 85 or 90 to 95. And, yo, there's some listeners right now who are like, fucking no shit. It's going to be. And guess what? Yeah. There's someone on the other side doing the exact same thing who thinks the opposite of you. This may be my own experience. Yep. Um, and people will be mad at me, but I'm going to say 1990 to 1995. Okay. I honestly don't. I, I, I would. I need to break out the discogs to see how deep the field runs on both. Because my it's feeling deep. is that <laughs> it's deep. My feeling is my, that it might be deeper. On 90 to 95. Though. I think it is. It depends on where you put your breath in depth. Like if you start including the more post-hardcore stuff, 90 to 95 is real weighted. 
Oh, if 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 we're including the post hardcore stuff, then it's there's no question. But if we exclude it, which is easy enough, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. still going to have people who are going 1995. I will say Victim in Pain came out in 1984. So that's right. A, when H. Quarrel came out in 86. That's right. So it misses it. And a lot of great like mid-late 80s stuff misses the 80 to 85, but a lot's in there. Um, obviously, the yeah. antidotes Cold and stuff. Shit. Yeah, yeah, but there's all that stuff. Yeah, of course. Ninety to ninety-five, you get the Mad Balls. You get people who are the Marauder. You know, you get the Burn Seven Inch. You get some of the Born Against, uh, Citizens Arrest, like ABC type scene stuff. You get Life of Agony. You get Biohazard. Yeah, yep. You get the Brooklyn Rise. Right. Um, so, uh, so why don't we let that out there to ponder? Maybe we'll throw this out as a poll question. Tom, you're going 1995. Obviously, you yeah. have, you have some personal investment too, which is what we base this show on. So that's what we love. I'm right. I'm going to go 80 to 85 uh, on the back of this band called Agnostic Front. That's um, the only band. <laughs> well, Antidote Seven Inch. I love Urban Waste. I love sure. the Reagan Youth record is really good. Um, I love the Mob. Reagan Youth record is really yeah. good. There's, Fantastic. There's some really what? good. I know it's tough. Um, Here's my question for you, Bob. Yep. I'm, you know, you're going to an island. You're going to Long Beach Island for your life. <laughs> okay. I go, hey man, you can have this. Thou shall not kill seven inch. Uh huh. Or you can have slip. Oh what well, so I mean, yeah, definitely slip. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. If I include post hardcore, it gets real gnarly. And all right, and like, so it's thou shall not kill or or the burn seven inch. That's that's a tougher question. It's probably the burn seven inch, but then it's like. Victim in pain or the burn seven inches victim in pain. Sure. And it's, like, but it's tough. Or, yeah. Victim in pain. Like that's where it's harder for me. There's no hardcore LPs. Like set it off is a very good record. Right. Um, yeah. Very good. And there's half the listenership right now is going, yeah, I'm taking set it off. Uh, sure. If not more, you know? And I mean, I bet there's people who are taking the Marauder LP over victim in pain. hundred percent. Oh yes. We live in California. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a right. There's a lot. So um so yeah, we'll we'll do more on this. Maybe we'll do the New York eighty to eighty five versus New York ninety to ninety five on Patreon. Um so tease that out. But uh PK, you're saying you have to do more homework, huh? I, I know. I, I think I'll probably well, did we did we exclude or did we not exclude? <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, I think I think if we don't exclude it's really tough because for me, even I get pulled in because I love quicksand. I love into another. Yeah. Uh, see, you know what I mean? There's so much NYC. Can I ask you guys a question? What? This one just got texted to me, not germane to our podcast at all. I'm just trying to decide what this is a friend of the podcast that just texted me this. Say you were going to do a thing because you really wanted to, but it would be the catalyst for the death of someone you cared about. Do you still do it? For example, you want to sleep with your friend's ex, but he's not over her. And if he finds out, he's going to blow his brains out. Do you still sleep with the ex? This no. seems to have an obvious answer yeah, to me. That's what, a pretty what, obvious what, one. Like, what, no. but, but, why, but why is this person like, no, what is the you purpose? Know what? That, Wait, yo, does this mean he slept with one of your exes and he's that's already, what I'm thinking. I'm oh, thinking I'm about shit. to get like yeah, a weird guy. <laughs> 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 like we all have had like 
you know, w- women friends that come to us, you go, what do you think about so-and-so? Yeah. They've already that they've yeah. already done it and they just want to like get some, re- like, that's what this feels like. It's kind of like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Yo, um, and you're asking me like, how bad is this going to be when I tell you uh, that, you know, Yo, uh, the real version of that, that's actually a question is, so you're up for your dream job, but if you get it, this this other person who's a friend is gonna feel so beat up about it they kill themselves. Oh, that one because the 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 having sex with the girl like come on man just yeah with a partner man woman whatever like yo that person's seriously injured and has something they need to deal with but like if you know that's gonna happen well just you know abstain. Um, but if it's something where it's like yo this is my dream job this is my goal this has been a career this is something i've worked for 10 years but jimmy pal is gonna blow his brains out mm. then what do you do uh you know what are I, we I, leaving I, him on a cliffhanger yeah we're gonna leave him on a cliffhanger good night everybody